This is the magic of compassion. I'm Little Wu, and today's topic or question is how to find a decent date when all dates have been superficial so far. And there's actually more context to this question. The actual wording was, my nearing 50-year-old friend has found it hard to find a decent man to date locally. What should she do when all the dates she's been on have been superficial and failed? Currently, she's in the process of separating from a loveless marriage. Okay, so uh, during these talks, I don't have the benefit of being able to speak directly with this person and ask them questions, but I will ask a, a question that hopefully will help anyone who's watching, and it is the question, from where are you meeting them? And it's actually a trick question. Um, and so at one level, you might answer very practically, like, oh, I'm meeting them on dating sites, or I'm meeting them at the local coffee shop, or, you know, very physical description of how you're meeting them. But what I'm actually really asking is, from where are you meeting them on a vibrational, emotional level? Because that is often an indication of what's going on. And so the hints that are within the description, now, of course, I don't know if those were her words exactly, because it might be a friend who's paraphrasing, and of course, that person's own filters and interpretations might have seeped in to the question, right? So maybe those words are not her words. But if they are her words, and they're very close, then I would say that the very first hint is even in the word finding a decent date or a decent man. Um, in the original question is decent man. So I would kind of dive into look at what kind of wounds um, does this person have around men? That'd be one area to explore um, and one area to bring some healing and understanding. The second hint that's even in the question is the words hard to find a decent man. So hard to find in itself is an indication that there's a scarcity uh, mindset that might be impacting uh, their their experience. So sometimes when we think that there's not enough of something, it can be all around us and we still can't see it. And then the third hint is that all dates have been superficial. And so that, that the tremendous um, recurringness of this experience will indicate something that might be a wound around authenticity. Because if you're experiencing a lot of superficiality, then there might be a wound around authenticity that you're carrying and then experiencing over and over again. Um, the last part of the question that gives me some hints is that she's currently in a process of separating from what is called a loveless marriage. So those are very strong words, and it's important to see how that might be also something that's being carried is a deep disconnection around love uh, or a feeling of deep lovelessness that might be carried forward into the dating experience or into future partnerships. So that's something that really needs to be looked at as well. Um, so there might be um, not only a loveless relationship that she's experienced, but also a disconnection from love that goes much earlier than that. So from childhood or from her earliest relationships, there might have been that same feeling. And sometimes the feeling is just an interpretation of reality where you know someone else was maybe really struggling and doing their best to raise a child, but that child was neglected as a result or maybe didn't feel as, um, as loved and so that's the interpretation even though the parent tried to do everything they could to help this child and raise this child but it might not 
been very affectionate with them or maybe didn't spend as much time with them or maybe didn't speak to them as kindly as they could have. So these are all things that create a disconnection and creating a, a long-term feeling of lovelessness in the world. And those are things that can impact our future relationships and impact our ability to find dates that reflect what we really want to experience. So two big healing themes that I would suggest for this person and for anyone who's in the same situation would be to look at authenticity because if superficiality is something that you keep encountering, then you need to maybe dive into the opposite, the teaching, the thing that you actually wish to create and learn about, which is authenticity. So diving deep into learning who you really are, what you are passionate about, what kind of life you want to live, and how real you can be in this lifetime. Those will be very healing and start to attract more authentic friends and more authentic partners. Um, and it because when we are resonating at very real energies, then we tend to attract those who feel safe being real with us as well. So if we walk out in the world when we feel very unsafe, and so we put up these walls or we wear armor to protect ourselves, or even just a facade is a form of armor, right? A, a form of veneer to protect ourselves from being hurt by others. So if we protect ourselves with this veneer, then others will show up with a veneer as well. And so that veneer is what we often call superficiality. And it's not because people are fake, it's because people feel um, unsafe being real. And so when you invest in being really real in this lifetime and learn how to be and learn who you really are and feel that you're able to express that in your everyday life, then you will find more and more real people to be around. The second theme to focus on would be to invest in the opposite of lovelessness would be uh, lovefulness, right? So lots of love and investing in understanding what love really is. Um, if we haven't had a lot of direct experiences growing up or we feel that we haven't, then it's, it takes a concerted effort to say, I will devote every waking moment to understanding the art of love. And so whether you take courses or you do uh, training with a mentor or you, you know, work with people that you feel have embodied this energy, then you can start to bring it in because when you study something, you can't help but bring it into your life. Uh, just as when a student is studying a lot about diseases, they start to feel like they're, they've got all, all the symptoms. But when you start studying love, you start to have all the symptoms of love. So you start to feel it, it's more dominant in the world. The more you study love, the more you see it around you, the more that you feel it within you. Understanding the true vibration of love is a lifelong study. It's an art and it's a deep commitment. And if you make that commitment, every hour that you invest in understanding love for yourself first, becomes a tremendous gift to the world because a person that walks around that's filled with love is not going to want to harm others because they don't feel the need to protect or attack or run anymore. They feel safe in the world. They feel able to commit. They feel able to invest in others because they have felt enough love inside them. But those who have felt very little love or felt self-loathing will walk, walk around with deep wounds and feel constantly attacked or feel constantly defensive or constantly needing to run. And so those are the behaviors of someone who's in survival mode because of their wounds. And so the deepest work is to heal the wounds through this act of self-love. 
And by understanding who you really are, what I, you know, the theme number one, that's part of the journey. And then the second part is how to really love and accept yourself. I've worked with people for several months or more on how to cultivate that self-love and how to cultivate your imagination in order to bring more magic into every part of your life. And so that is the true art of being a magical human is the ability to be loving and creative and have fun while you're doing it. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.